Learning happens everywhere all the time. Hey there and welcome to the Homeschool Success Podcast. I am your host, Cami Wanis, the Freedom Scholar. My experience as a veteran homeschool mom, former public high school teacher, and mentor to homeschool families everywhere, along with periodic guests, will help you to create the homeschool experience you always wanted and your family deserves. Homeschooling is a leap of faith that can cause doubts, overwhelm, and uncertainty while trying to keep love of learning high and balance life, work, and kids. Each episode is packed with the strategies, tips, activity ideas, and resources you need to ensure your kids get a great education, create close family relationships, become good leaders, and have tons of fun. You'll learn everything from scheduling, curriculum, routines, and homeschooling multiple ages to increasing love of learning and everything in between. This podcast is different from anything else out there by also focusing on the thinking shifts that are the key to homeschooling successfully. Whether you're new to homeschooling or a seasoned veteran, make sure to subscribe so you'll gain the practical strategies and confidence you need to develop a rich love of learning culture and environment that results in passionate, lifelong learners. More than ever before, leaders are needed who have a great education and who use their unique talents and gifts to make this world better. Join me on my mission to raise our next generation of leaders through ensuring your family has a supportive and inspiring homeschool journey. Homeschooling is learning through life. You got this. Okay, you guys, we are going to be talking about the educational myth of all time. We're going to be talking about the thing that holds everybody back in a public school, that holds private school education back, and a lot of homeschool education too. And that is really significant because it's a, it's a belief system that we have. It's a paradigm, if you will. And if you know what a paradigm is or a belief system, really, it, it's a, like the worldview that you have about something. And so when you blow the lid off of that, what happens is you're like, what? You see everything in a whole new light. And that is what is really cool. Because when you know the truth about the educational myths, you are going to know everything that your your ladder's leaning against the right wall and you're going to know everything you need to know to help get yourself and your kids on the right track to getting a great education. Okay, I'm going to blow your mind today. Who's super excited about that? Because I can tell you that it's going to be really amazing. Once you know this, like I said, once you know this, it will take a huge weight off your shoulder in terms of one area of concern, but it will also kind of put some more responsibility in a different way. And so that's what I want to share with you today, because it's going to show you your role as a parent, as a homeschool educator, and as a student. So I know it's weird to talk about yourself as a student, but that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. So what I want to do is I am going to show you, I'm going to show you basically what it is, what the educational myth is. And then I'm going to show you 
what you can do about it and what the truth is. Okay. So hopefully you guys are tracking with me because this is going to blow your mind. Get ready. This is super exciting. So the biggest educational myth, what is it? See, this is something that really holds education back in terms of the, the system of what we see in just the public world. Okay. There are some homeschoolers that already know this, and there are some educators that already know this, but what's crazy is that most people don't even homeschoolers and that really can hold you back and hold your kids back from getting a truly great education. And if you ever have had trouble with motivation or you've had trouble with getting your kids, you know, wondering what you should teach them and getting, you know, or concerns even that you don't know enough to teach your kids. How many people have heard that before or thought that before? Because you really, really, a lot of people have, okay? It really is a concern for most people. And a lot of things that I heard when I was first homeschooling, and I would tell people that I was homeschooling, this again was more than 10 years ago, when people would come to me and they'd be like, oh, you're homeschooling? Well, you can do that because you're a teacher. And I'm like, dude, I don't know how to teach. <laughs> I was a teacher. I was a public high school teacher. I taught high school English, but I didn't know how to teach kids how to read like from the start. They either knew how to read when they got to me or if they didn't, they were not in my class, right? So there is a reason why this like I'm not enough thing feels just so prevalent for most people. And that's because we have this system that wants experts to educate our kids and thinks we need experts to educate our kids. But actually, here's the deal, you guys. This is the biggest myth. Are you guys ready? You guys ready to learn this? If you're ready, I know just like in your, give me a little thumbs up in your mind because I'm ready to share it with you. The biggest educational myth. And that is that it's possible for one human being to educate another. Did you guys know that? Okay, this is kind of seriously really blow your mind about something. Let's think about this because seriously, when I first thought about this and I first read this, and this is coming from a book called A Thomas Jefferson Education by Oliver DeMille. You guys, this book is absolutely incredible. When I first read it, I was teaching public school and I was absolutely just vindicated almost that everything that I was learning and about what wasn't working in public school was in this book. It was in the Thomas Jefferson education. It was like, here's what's not working and why it's not working in public school and most private schools and even some home schools. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I was. I've been witnessing just with my own experience as a public educator. And then, and then it said, here's what you need to fix it. And it gave me this myth that it is possible for one human being to educate another. And it was really hard to get my brain around this because we have this paradigm that teachers teach and educate children or other people, right? Somebody can educate you. Oh my gosh, let's just unpack that for a second. Let's unpack it, right? 
Okay. So we're going to unpack this. And the truth is that teaching, not education, should be our focus because great teaching inspires students to educate themselves. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. I'm going to say this again. Teaching, not education, should be our focus because great teaching inspires students to educate themselves. You guys, educating themselves. So what we know as educators, especially growing up in the education system of public school, most of us did, that we know that teachers educate us. That is absolutely not the case. That is not even possible. The truth is that kids educate themselves. People educate themselves when they are inspired and have great mentors, when they want to learn something, right? Okay, I'm going to tell you a little bit of story right now. From when I was teaching high school, I had this student. I still remember his name. His name was Bjorn. He was absolutely a genius. This kid was so wicked smart. And he was so big. I had him as a sophomore and as a senior. And he was so big. He didn't even fit in the desk. It was hysterical. But he was, it's like the size of his brain, practically. Like it just had to be proportional, right? He was so wicked smart. And this kid, he knew stuff. Like, I mean, I'd be having these deep conversations about things and about the literature we were reading and about topic, different topics. And he would just sit there and he wouldn't say anything until it became very uncomfortable that no one else knew what was going on. And then he would just blurt it out. It's such and such. And I'd be like, yes, it is. Absolutely. That's amazing. And he'd be all frustrated that nobody else just was participating or no one else knew, you know, and everybody, he's just like so annoyed at everyone and annoyed that he had to be there. He would literally come to class with nothing. He didn't have a book. He didn't have a pencil. He didn't have a backpack, nothing. He would bring himself and that's it. And he did this to all his classes and it was absolutely crazy. He failed most of his core classes, if not all of them. And the reason he never did any work, but he was wicked smart. And I talked to him a couple times and I was like, dude, you're so wicked smart. You should, but he was so bored. He was so bored. He didn't want to be there. He'd probably been bored since elementary school. And he was just showing up because he had to. And I was like, man, this kid, it, she should be in like, you know, the the international baccalaureate program. He should be in super honors classes. He should be in, you know, whatever. But he didn't want to because he lost the love of learning because he was so bored. He was like, this whole system is lame. And I'm not taking part in your game. And I was like, man, that's so crazy because he was so wicked, wicked smart. And so then I talked to his mom, right? Because his mom was upset that he was failing. She knows he's smart, right? And I talked to his mom on the phone. His mom said, well, it is your responsibility to teach him, to educate him. And I was like, well, Yes and no. I was like, I hear you. It is my responsibility to be a great teacher. However, of course, I was under the assumption that, you know, this 
this educational myth. I didn't know this yet at the time, but you can't teach somebody who doesn't want to learn. <laughs> it's just not going to happen, right? When you don't want to learn something, I don't care who cheerleads you and like raw raws you and gets y'all tries to get you all fired up, you're not going to get fired up about it because you don't want to learn, right? You don't want to learn about that topic or you don't want to learn in general. And that was this kid and it was absolutely crazy. And so this educational truth to me, I was like, whoa, blow my mind. I really had to ponder this. I'm going to go back for a second and look at this myth. It is possible for one human being to educate another. That's the myth. Is it possible for one human being to educate another? No, it's possible for a human being to educate themselves. So if we throw all this money, all this infrastructure into schools, thinking that it's going to result in better education, better test scores, better learning, better better education in general. And it doesn't, it never does. We put more technology, we put more into books, we put more into teacher training, we put more, but it's all based on this educational myth that we can educate, we can impart knowledge into someone else. Yes, we can share knowledge with them, but if they don't want to learn it, they're not gonna right? That's just the way things go. And so great teaching should be our focus to inspire them, to get their attention, to basically find a great teacher. This is a quote from Oliver DeMille. Find a great teacher and you will find a group of students diligently, enthusiastically, and effectively educating themselves. You guys, so find a great teacher and you will find a group of students diligently, enthusiastically, and effectively educating themselves. This is it. Teaching, not education, Oliver says, should be our focus because great teaching inspires students to educate themselves. So what is great teaching? Let's think about this. Great teaching doesn't mean that you have to know a lot. It doesn't mean that. Great teaching is being an inspiring mentor. There is so much. I do a whole workshop on that in our homeschool success club. And that is, there's so much to impact unpack there in terms of what it means to be an inspiring mentor. And then set the example. Set the example. That's part of what it means to be an inspiring mentor, right? You get to provide opportunities, tools, and guidance to help the student who wants to learn <laughs> to guide them on their steps to where they want to go, right? You get to remove toxins and distractions. And what do I mean by toxins? I mean toxins in terms of things that will impart, will take them away from real skillful learning. So if they're playing too many video games or watching too much screens, it can be, it's statistically and studies have proven that it's difficult for kids and trust me, I've seen it in the classroom over time. And my husband has as well. He's a high school or he's a uh, middle school teacher. And we've seen kids focus, not 
being there because they're so used to flashy things and bright colors and sounds and things that are changing all the time. Those things can create an inability for you know, us to be able to focus and distractions, right? Like things that are good maybe, but not great in terms of great learning, right? And then also toxins are something like toxic food, toxic, you know, just toxins in general that just, just inhibit our ability to get the education and put the study time that we need. The problem is, is that most people think that great teaching is giving them wisdom and giving them, which it is, but giving them the answers is what I really mean. Giving them the answers, putting it on a silver platter. That's something I found I was doing a lot in high school just because the kids weren't used to participating on that level. I really had to retrain them and it was difficult and it didn't work most of the time because they had so many years of training of just things being just handed to them. They think they're just, you know, oh, well, if I don't say anything, the teacher's just going to tell me what it is anyways, right? And what that results in is not great learning and great education. And great education it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But let's suffice to say that great education for our talk today is great thinking. And to be a great thinker, you have to know a lot of things, right? You have to have studied, you have to have thought a lot, <laughs> right? So great teaching, it means to help them think, right? To help them not think for them, not to give them all the answers, not to do everything for them, but to help guide them into great teaching or great learning and great thinking, right? Okay. And then lastly, this is a quote from Oliver DeMille from this book, again, uh, Thomas Jefferson Education, that people cannot be educated unless they choose to seek education. They choose to seek education and they seek it when they are inspired by great teachers when they are inspired by great teachers. So being an inspiring mentor and being, you know, an example helps students to say, man, I want that too. I think that's awesome. Look how much fun she's having. I want to do that too. So think about that when you're with your kids and you're going you know, just going along in your day with your workbooks and everything like that. And you're thinking, man, this is kind of boring. I think it's boring. They think it's boring. What can I do to inspire, right? If they're not wanting to learn, then they're not gonna, right? I don't care if they complete the worksheet or not, or their workbook or not, they're not going to remember it. How much stuff do you, did you learn in school that you forgot, right? Or that you didn't really actually learn because you weren't ready to learn or weren't interested in learning, right? I know that when I taught um, commas and how to, how to punctuate dialogue about 4,000 times in high school at all different grade levels, and kids would always need a reminder. When my, when my son was first learning, Literally, when he was first learning writing, 
he asked me one time, he was writing a story and he said, how do you like, I said, let me show you. He was writing a dialogue and I said, let me, let me show you how to punctuate this real quick. And he was so into this story. He says, I'm going to write this whole story into a book. It's going to be my first book ever. I'm so excited. And he was, had all these big plans. He was super juiced. And so what he did, what I did was I showed him how to punctuate dialogue. It's very simple. And literally I've never had to teach him again ever. He was young and he learned it the first time because he wanted to. He wanted to. That's the key. He wanted to. And he was interested in learning it. And he was hungry for the knowledge and he learned it. And I've never had to teach him again. It's pretty amazing, right? Oh my gosh. Truth about education, right? The truth about education is that people don't educate other people. People educate themselves. And one of the things that we have a lot of trouble with is teaching our kids that a great education is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's hard work. A great education. I'm not just talking about getting your diploma and going to college and getting your piece of paper. I did that. I was a pretty good student. You know, I was like A minus B plus average all through school, all through the credential program, getting my teaching credential and everything. And I had a very, very mediocre education. Trust me. I have learned more since college than anywhere else because I have been hungry for learning. I didn't like to learn again until I was like a senior in college. And then I realized, man, this is amazing. This is my whole job. I get to be a student and learn about things that I'm interested in. This is amazing because when you're a senior, you get to like learn about stuff you're interested in. Right. And so that was the key. And I was on fire for learning after that. I would just solve problems and I would seek out information and seek out mentors. And that is the key. I was just really, really hungry. And I've never lost that, really. I've never lost it since my senior year of college. And the problem is, is that all the classes in between there, I didn't gain hardly anything from, even though I got really good grades, I played the game well. And that's what I used to tell my students, play the game, get the diploma. It's just a game. And it is just a game when you're in that system. But when you're homeschooling, it's not just a game. It doesn't, well, it, it could be, but it doesn't have to be. It can be amazing. And you can be an inspiring mentor to inspire your kids to get their own education. And there are so many tools on how to do this. And I walk you through every step of the way when we go through the Homeschool Success Club. And there are the planners that I've developed for the student and and the parent that walk you through every step of organizing that and helping students really become owners of their education and helping you become a great mentor. So that's my passion, you guys, blowing this myth up. Let's blow it up. Let's be awesome teachers. Let's focus on being a great mentor and inspiring learning. If you ever have trouble with motivation, this is the problem, right? Yes, finding inspiring teachers 
and learning from the resources out there and the guidance along the way. That is it, you guys. You guys got this. You can do it. You already are. If you're listening to this, I know you already are and you want to be and know that you don't have to be that right away. It's a learning process and your kids will be inspired by your learning process. And that is the inspiration. You don't have to ha- even have a high school diploma for crying out loud, but learning inspires learning. In- I should say this. Inspired learning inspires learning. (laughs) There's a big difference between that, right? Okay, you guys, I know you can do this. I know you got this. I'm in the middle of revamping the entire Homeschool Success Club. I'm adding more. I'm redeveloping it to make it even more powerful for you. So I am super excited about that. It's going to be coming out in this November. And you guys, oh my gosh, I'm excited to take you on that journey with me. Okay, so. Share this myth with other people. Share this with other people and who you know that are homeschooling, those of you that are not homeschooling and or questioning whether or not you should homeschool. Because if you get started on this right path the first time, and that's why we're doing it at the beginning of the year, so you can get started on this right away. Okay? All right, you guys. I hope I blew your mind today. (laughs) Have a great one, and I will see you next time. If you're loving this information and want to connect with Cami live, join our Facebook group, the Freedom Scholar Homeschooling Community. Every Thursday in Live with Cami, you can get more great homeschool tips, how-tos, and resources, and get your questions answered. And subscribe to our newsletter to get your free ebook, Creating Educational Harmony in Your Home. See show notes for the links. Hope to see you live. This is an informational podcast. The information presented in each episode is the most recent and honest to the best of the presenter's ability. Results are not guaranteed. This podcast aims to educate and there are no guarantees of results implied. Listeners are encouraged to seek out and meet their local homeschool requirements. Any products, websites, and company names mentioned in this podcast are their respective owner's trademarks or copyright properties. The presenter is not associated or affiliated with them in any way unless otherwise stated. Nor does the referred product, website, or company necessarily sponsor, endorse, or approve this podcast. We hope you enjoy and find value in each episode. This content is copyrighted and not authorized for reproduction.